0: Everybody, Jonathan Doyle, with you once again. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Old friends, new friends, welcome aboard. I'm really blessed that uh, some people listen almost every single day, and that's very exciting. I hope that is a blessing to you as you drive to or from work, or catch a hovercraft, or whatever it is you do to get to your vocation as a Catholic teacher each day. And new listeners, welcome aboard everybody, however you've uh, come across what we're doing here. Thank you for joining us on this great big adventure of Catholic education around the world. I have a lot of things that I want to share with you today, actually. I'm going to try and keep it to a reasonable time as always, but uh, today's reading is really beautiful uh, from the readings of the day. And uh, I think I might have mentioned last week, make sure you, if you can, you grab yourself a copy of the Universalis app. So it's called Universalis. It's just the most uh, prodigiously expansive. There's another tautology. I did a tautology yesterday. We're back with another one. Uh, It's a wonderful, uh, accessible app that takes us through everything happening on each day of the church's Uh, year so often if there's you know interesting saints that you haven't known before you'll find them in the universalis app and it also gives you things like the daily readings the order of mass the divine office all that good stuff is there so today's reading uh, in uh, I think we're in ordinary time well, we are in ordinary time it's the second week of the divine office but it's that beautiful follow on yesterday was the beatitudes uh, we had the beatitudes yesterday and last night at dinner with uh, my kids we we read those beatitudes and you know so many of the most brilliant men and women in history have written very deeply on the beatitudes there's a whole layer of extraordinary layers of theological and pastoral depth and just so typical of Jesus to kind of turn everything up on its head and you know, I've always believed that you know God's economy God's way of seeing reality is profoundly different to ours and of course Isaiah tells us that doesn't he you know that that uh, as high as the heavens are above the earth as so high God's ways above ours but you know our culture rewards strength dominance uh, excellence perfection and he's Jesus saying that if you you know if you're broken hearted if you've suffered if you know that all if all you want is peace or righteousness that you're going to have your fill he just changes everything but today he of course is talking about salt and light the great danger of being a christian of course is that we hear these stories often from a young age and they lose some of their impact but uh, the beautiful line in verse this is Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 he says, in the same way, let your light shine before men and women, that they may see your good deeds, and praise your Father in heaven. So, this idea that uh, that you know people should see the presence of Christ in us, and it should lead them to give thanks to God that uh, He has acted in our lives and is changing the world through us. And many years ago, I spoke to this very wise priest because, believe it or not, I'm quite introverted and I love doing these podcasts and I love speaking on stage pre-COVID, but by nature, I'm pretty introverted, pretty quiet. I'm the kind of person that will often sit back and listen more than I will speak. Ironic that I do a daily podcast, I get it. But, uh, you know, I sort of said to this priest, I said, you know, I, I wonder, should I be more, you know, joyful and, and more, you know, just just more evangelical even? And because uh, I think I've been really impacted by listening to a lot of great speakers and thinking, maybe, maybe I should be like that. Remember, you know, God's not a big fan of imitations. He sort of makes one-offs, right? We're all one-offs. But this priest just sort of said to me, he said, well, you got, you got to be who you are, right? you got to be who you are. And I'm saying this because... We're all called to let the light of Christ shine before others, but we're all going to do it in very different ways. Some of us are going to be, you know, the absolute life of the party, and Christ will be glorified through that. My youngest daughter is just out there. She is just from the day she was born, and uh, now she's about 10, and she just, I love it a bit. It's just, I get to pick her up and drive her to school, and I just, one of the best parts of the day, the things that come out of her mouth, and, uh, you know, God is going to use that. And then my son, who's in the middle, is very very calm, you know, sort of still waters. So God is going to use all of us in different ways. So allow yourself just to be transformed by the Holy Spirit, and God is going to use you in just the way that he wants to use you. All that's required, you know, remember that, how many times have I quoted St. Augustine, when Augustine said, "...he who made you without your cooperation will not save you without your cooperation." a beautiful uh insight there that God doesn't ask us if we wanted to exist that's uh that was a non-negotiable but he will very happily uh give us the freedom to cooperate with what he wants to do in our lives or not so that's an incredible power that God places in our hands isn't it but uh, all we have to do is cooperate and he's going to bring about what he had always planned for us in our personalities in our relationships and uh, and that's what the saints are. The saints are just people who, for complex reasons of life and birth and circumstance and sin and grace, simply surrendered as fully as they could to the grace of God. All right, got to stop turning this into a huge homily. I've got a couple of other things I want to do. Uh, I want to give you the quote. Well, let's do the quote for the day now because it kind of ties into what we've just been talking about with about the light of Christ shining in you. The uh, today's quote is from the inimitable, regular listeners know, that's one of my favorite words, inimitable, incapable of being imitated, Paul Claudel, wonderful philosopher and uh, and writer. He said this, Speak about Christ only when you are asked, but live so that people speak, or people ask about Christ. One more time, let's see if I can get it right. Speak about Christ only when you are asked, but live so that people ask about Christ. Christ so you can see that uh, there's there's what he's getting at here is he's suggesting look not not entirely sure you got to be careful there's some nuance here because I think it's important to speak about Christ sometimes when it's when it's not popular but he's saying to us that that we need to live in a way that people are curious about the groundedness the joy the presence the peace the calm that we have so we speak about Christ only when we're asked, but live so that people actually ask. So that people say what what how what is it about you? What's distinctive? What's different? So let's uh let's take that quote to heart. Speak about Christ only when you're asked, but live so that people ask about Christ. Again, this is not about striving. The only striving we need to do is is the striving in prayer and the surrender to grace. All right, the last thing I wanted to do today, a little bit controversial. I was reading yesterday a really interesting article uh, from a journalist who... Let me find this exact bits and pieces here that I'm trying to find. Uh, It's over here. This is uh, from an interview with a guy called Will Noland. Now, Will Noland was a very popular teacher at Eton. And, of course, many of you will know Eton is... One of the most famous ancient venerable private schools in the world uh, and he was actually fired and it blew into a big storm because he was fired for putting a video up about uh, pushing back against this as aspects of I guess making boys and men feel that they are all complicit in what is uh, increasingly termed toxic masculinity so he put up a A video saying here's all the great things about men here's all the fantastic things that men do throughout history and and uh, he got fired and it led to a you know 800 former Etonians requiring asking the headmaster to resign and blew into this big storm but he he had this interesting quote from this interview and uh, he said this much modern education aims at telling students what to think about various social issues rather than teaching them how to think, subordinating a genuine liberal education to political purposes. So again, regular listeners know this has been a theme for me for many, many years. Um, so let's listen to this quote again. Much modern education aims at telling students what to think about various social issues rather than teaching them how to think subordinating a genuine liberal education to political purposes look I think that is happening I don't know how widespread it is at every particular school you uh, as you listen you're the expert on what's happening in your own school system but I think we can all put our grown-up pants on and admit that so much education has become highly politicized and sadly uh, a lot of teachers see it as their role to create uh, well, to you know, I guess to inculcate their own social and political insights into the minds of their students. And uh, I'm not okay with that. I think what we need is to preach Christ and the truth and Christ crucified and help young people become formed in Christ and then we're going to let Jesus shape their vision of the world. I think that's the appropriate response from us as Catholic educators. Uh, because any kind of, you know, many social and political issues are incredibly complex and have all sorts of nuance to them, and I think that, you know, a lot of what can happen in schools is this black and white sort of, this is the issue and this is what we will all think, and uh, that's not okay. I think we have to have the courage and the humility as Catholic educators to to uh, To stay focused on the mission that Christ gave us, which was to make disciples you know he, he didn 't tell us to create party members he, he told us to create disciples so i 'm probably going to lose a few listeners today, but I've just this is very much on my heart I think it's uh, it 's a really important thing that that we preach Christ and we form disciples and we avoid the temptation. To present, I mean, as parents, we we cop this all the time. You know, kids come home every day, and they've had another, you know another person very free in telling them their opinions and uh i just think we got to, i'd love to know what you think so wherever you're hearing this you can email me jonathan at one uh you can unsubscribe and never listen to me again but i just really believe that this is an important thing and i think for this guy to be fired you know he was a very loved teacher he was doing really good work and to simply be fired for presenting a more balanced perspective is is not okay it's not a good thing all right, friends. So that's as uh, contentious as I'm going to get for a while. I'm going to tomorrow. I promise you, I'll be back to regular programming. But uh, one more reminder: Paul Claudel, speak about Christ only when you're asked, but live so that people ask about Christ. We have one life. Um, we uh, do not have a doctrine of reincarnation in our Catholic faith. We get one life. And I pray that all of us as Catholic teachers will be seeking the Holy Spirit and asking the Holy Spirit to shape and guide us in our daily vocation so that our students and our colleagues and, our, and the parents of our school see something remarkable in us and they want to know more about what it is. So, God bless you, everybody. Let's let our light shine before our students and before each other. Let's go deeper into prayer and sacrament. Let's. Uh, You know, and thank you for what you're doing. I say this so often. If no one else tells you today, if you have a bad day, if you've got difficult students, please be assured that what you're doing is incredibly important. It really matters, and it is making a difference. The smallest things, remember, God's economy is so different. Just the smallest actions make a huge difference. All right, that's it. Uh, Housekeeping, please, if you can do this, I'd love your support on Patreon. If you're a regular listener, you'll see the links But uh, Patreon, your support there, whether it's a dollar or more or lots more is a great way to just support what we're trying to do here and uh, make sure that I can get this out every day. So please go to patreon.com to a search for Jonathan Doyle and that would be fantastic. You can support me there. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. But really the most helpful thing you can do is simply grab this link wherever you're hearing it and share this with a few other teachers. That would be awesome. All right, everybody. God bless you. Thanks again for what you're doing. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast podcast. And I'll have another message for you tomorrow.